Welcome back to Michigan Talent Talk, a podcast by GST Michigan Works. Join us as our guests discuss valuable strategies to develop employable skills. Whether you're just getting started, taking the next step, or making the switch to a new career, learn from experts how to get the most from your job search. Now, here's your host, Diona McLaughlin. Welcome, 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 and thank you for tuning in to the Michigan Talent Talk podcast. I'm your host, Fiona McLaughlin. Child care is a pressing issue. Uh, we know that these days a lot of people are not able to get back to work because of child care. We see in some cases many people are waitlisted. A lot of the child care centers are closed and many of them may not reopen uh, at all. You know, COVID completely, completely took them out. Uh, and some won't open until the end of this month or early September. And there's also a cost uh, factor associated with uh, child care, and many people can't afford it, but need it to get back to work. GPIRD, also known as Genesee County Action Resource Department, can help. And we are going to talk about that today. We'll find out how they have been around since 1964, and many people don't know who they are and what resources they have available and how they can help. We're going to fix that today. I have here with me Krista Milton. She is the Associate Program Specialist, Family Service Coordinator, uh, Assistant Director for G-Card Head Start. Krista, how are you? (laughs) Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Yes. So let's jump right in. And I want to start off with... uh, COVID. I want to know, uh, let's let the listeners know, how has COVID affected your ability to connect uh, with the community and, and do what you do? For a long time, uh, things were very, very different for us. So um, we were used to going out into the community, going to people's homes, helping them get um registered uh, for us, helping them get documentation. Um, COVID really limited our ability to do that. So we um, switched to doing a lot of things online and doing a lot of things um, via email sometimes. Um, We did a lot of things differently that way. And then for all of last year, we operated our classrooms at half capacity so that there would be more space for children to uh, spread out and be able able to social distance and keep everybody safe. So for all of 2021, basically, um, we were operating half capacity, which means we could serve a lot less kids. Um, There were some kids waitlisted. There were a lot more kids who were served in home-based services um, than we have typically done in the past. Um, But a lot of families weren't really comfortable with sending their child yet. So um, that worked out that we had those opportunities for them, and we still do. Um, for people who are still concerned about sending their child to a center, we can still um, teach their child very well from home, have great um, opportunities for that. Um, even in home base, we in our home base program, we weren't going into the homes last year. We were doing it all via Zoom or, um, you know, sometimes people would connect in other ways through their phone, Facebook Live or all kinds of different ways that we were meeting the needs of the community. So now this year, Um, We have gone back to full enrollment in our classrooms, um, still taking precautions like wearing masks and that sort of thing. 
um, especially for those who are two and up. Um, those are the ones who are wearing masks, including all of our staff. Even uh, in our classrooms, fully vaccinated staff are still wearing masks because it's just best practice. Uh, those two-year-olds are not going to wear a mask if the adult is not wearing one. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So let's, let's step back for just one moment. Now, sure. I, I know that I did explain that uh, I broke down the acronym of GCARD. Yes. Let's tell our listeners a little bit about GCARD. Who are you? Okay. Your background. So Genesee County Community Action Resource Department. It's a department of Genesee County. Um, and our program is operated through them. Um, it's pretty complex, really. Uh, our employees are not county employees. We are employed through Oakland Livingston Human Service Agency. Um, so the county contracts with OSHA in order to um, staff us. And then we provide Head Start services and Great Start Readiness services out in the community and early Head Start services. Um, so a lot of child care centers um, for the zero to three population, as well as the three to five population. Um, then also, as I said before, we have home base. And then the other thing that's not widely known is that we serve pregnant moms. Right. That was uh, a shocker to me when you said that you go, you start at zero. And I was like, what? Yes. Then the, um, as as far as the classrooms or the early head start, you mentioned, we talked before six weeks, as early as six weeks. Yes. Going back to the classrooms. Yes. Classrooms and locations that people don't even, wouldn't even think that you have classrooms. Absolutely. We have a large variety of classrooms throughout um, Genesee County. Would you like me to list them off for you? I would love to do that. Okay. We have them at Vern Van Wy um, in the Atherton School District. We have it at South Bendel Elementary in the Bendel School District. We have it at Blessed Sacrament Church, um, which is in the Bentley School District. We have it at um, the Sylvester Broom Empowerment Village, which is in the Flint School District. We have uh, Early Head Start classrooms at Carriage Town Ministries, which is a homeless shelter right here in Flint. Um, we have uh, both Head Start and Early Head Start in Clio at the Clio Early Elementary Building on Rogers Lodge. We have um, classrooms in Fenton, two different locations. Our Early Head Start um, is right there behind North um, Elementary. And then we have a classroom for Head Start right by Tomek Eastern Elementary. In Genesee, we have both Early Head Start and Head Start at Haas Elementary. Uh, Grace Emanuel Baptist Church um, serves Early Head Start right on Lapeer Road. We have classrooms in Grand Blank, Early Head Start at Grand Blank Academy, and Head Start at Anderson Elementary. We have Early Head Start programming at Holmes STEM Academy, which is in the Flint School District. We have both Head Start and Early Head Start at uh, Buffy Elementary in Kersley. Um, we have a Head Start program in Lakeville at the Lakeville High School. We have uh, Head Start and Early Head Start both at Argentine Elementary for our Linden um, and Argentine folks. We have uh, Early Head Start classrooms right in Living Word Ministry Church, which is on Carpenter Road in the Flint School District. We have both Head Start and Early Head Start in Montrose. Uh, Head Start is at Carter Elementary. And just down the street from that, our classroom for Early Head Start is where the Alternative Ed program is. We have uh, Mount Morris 
um, Head Start and Early Head Start located at Pinehurst Elementary. We have a Head Start classroom right on the campus of Mott Community College, um, the, their Southern Lakes campus on Thompson Road. We have uh, Swartz Creek Head Start and Early Head Start right at Gaines Elementary. We also have a Head Start classroom that we opened last year at Swartz Creek Church of the Nazarene on Morris Road. And then we have a whole lot of classrooms for Westwood Heights, um, currently at the Alternative Ed Building right there on Jennings, um, but probably going to be moving to the Hamity Elementary um, in the near future. Uh, we also have a partnership with Beecher um, Schools to operate a home-based program for the Beecher um, school district. And then we have a recent grant um, to expand our programming to add another early Head Start classroom at Homes. Um, and then also we are going to be partnering with Mott Community College to open an early Head Start classroom right on Mott Community College campus. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're excited. Nice. So you, you have a few locations that are new. How does an organization get started and say, hey, we, we, it would be great if you would have a head start here. It would help out our employees. Yeah, you would reach out to us. So um, myself or the director, Kelly Webb, we are always looking for more space, um, whether that's because we, you know, sometimes things happen in school districts and they end up needing their space. And so then we have to move out of their school district. So we're always on the on the hunt for more licensable space. Um, and so you would just let us know and then we would come out and look to see if it's licensable. There are lots of regulations that you wouldn't think um, in terms of having to have exits to grade so that in a fire you could get cribs um, right outside, um, that sort of thing. A um, lot, lot of different regulations. I couldn't even begin to go into all of them, but right, right. we're pretty skilled at knowing them. So if we come out and look at it, we can kind of usually take a peek and go, oh, yeah, this should be a good place. Um, or we can say it's not going to work out for this or that reason. So, um, yeah, we're always on the hunt for that. And even if we don't have, um, you know, a place right now, um, there are typically grant opportunities that come up and we can always write for them. So like the partnership with Mott Community College, for example, um, that's something that we have wanted. Both of us, both parties have wanted that for several years and we finally were able to secure the funding. So we're excited. I love that one. That was that is awesome. You have so many. And I, yes. I, I couldn't I couldn't even believe uh, I'm listening to the, the list. And thank yes. you. For that. Thank you for that list. You're welcome. And what phone number would they call them? This phone number is, is for those who want to get their uh, their kids enrolled. And then uh, the phone number for uh, those who want to possibly have a uh, head start at their location? Yeah. So our phone number is 810-235-5613. If you're calling to enroll, you're going to call and then say how old your child is and what school district that you live in or what location you're interested in. Um, sometimes you'll have people who live in a particular school district, but really would rather go somewhere else. That's fine. Just let us know. And then they, the person who answers our phone will direct you to the right person. Um, and then as far as if you want to have a location, um, 
you know, you have a, a big building that you are sure you could have enough kids in, then please reach out to us and um, call that same number. Ask for myself, Krista Melton or Kelly Webb. Um, you could even, if you forget our names, just say, hi, I have some space that I'd like to see if you want to have a classroom and they will get you to us. Right. And then people that are listening, you have to know this is amazing. This is the great part about this. Going back to the six weeks. So your child can be enrolled from six, starting at six weeks all the way up until what age? Is it five? It is until they are kindergarten age. So um, we have programming all the way up until they go to kindergarten for the first time. So we do, uh, you know, in Michigan, there are rules that say that you can allow a six-year-old, you can you can redshirt your child and keep them back. We would not serve those kids. If you decide to redshirt your kid, you can't get an extra year out of us. You would have to um, to put them into to kindergarten if you want programming for them. Um, but until they are five by September 1, um, then you can certainly enroll. And actually, yeah, five by September 1, that's correct. Yeah. And you all have great longevity there at G-Card. And I, and I, you know, I, I gotta, I feel like having longevity like that, that stability, it's got to transfer over to the clients that you serve. Yes. Uh, our staff are fantastic. You just couldn't find a better staff if you tried. I'm, I'm here to tell you. Um, out of 154 full-time employees, 40% have been here for 10 or more years. That's really unheard of. And then uh, when you go to 20 years or more, 14% of us have been here that long, including me. I'm a, I'm a 20 year uh, wow. employee. And then uh, 3% of, of our employees have been here for 30 or more years. And that is a really long time. Um, yeah. So, and not only that, but 45% of our, our current employees were past parents in our program. So they really connect well with other um, people who are going through the same sort of things, know exactly where you are and know how to help you get to the next step. And that next step is graduation. So they graduate out of the program. Yes. And yep. what does that look like? What happens? Well, um, really, our program is designed around each individual child and each individual family. So, you know, sometimes it can look different for different children. Um, every child is unique and different and they have their own set of strengths and skills. Um, obviously, we have kindergarten readiness skills that we're trying to work on, you know, counting and um, letter recognition and, and reading and all of those sorts of things. All of the things that you think are in a normal preschool program, that's us. Um, but then so much more. We're also trying to focus on the health of the child making sure that they can see and hear and that all of their health needs are met, um, including dental exams. Uh, we try to make sure that children get dental exams and if they need work, that they go and get their um, their teeth filled or whatever it is that they might need. Now, you offer resources outside of child care. In some cases, the parents do so well that they graduate in a different way where they're making yes. money. Yes. So um, our early Head Start program, which is the program that's for 
children up to age three. Um, that is one program. And then the Head Start program for the three and four-year-olds, they're two separate programs. So when your child is an early Head Start, um, you know, once you get in, you are there until your child either turns three or up until the next fall sometimes. Um, but you will then apply for the Head Start program. And a wonderful problem that we have is that a lot of our families, once they've gone through our early Head Start program, they no longer qualify for our program because they're making more significantly more money, which is a wonderful problem. Um, it's really, it's that's the goal of the program is to help give families a leg up, give them the childcare that they need, give them resources that they might need from home buying services or um, even food or clothes or um, giving them, you know, transportation referrals, all kinds of different referrals can be made um, to help families have a leg up. And um, the beautiful thing about Head Start is that, um, you know, we do have income guidelines that we have to follow. But uh, when we can't find enough eligible kids, then we can serve over income ch children. And we do prioritize those early Head Start kids who are now over income for the Head Start. Program. That, that's good to know. Now, I, I haven't, there was a press release that came out June 14th this year uh, from uh, Governor Whitmer's office. And I want to read a few of the highlights that were in that press release. And then uh, there was a uh, quote that I'd like to read also from Rep. Haley Stevens. And then I want to get your thoughts. Okay. So, so here's what, so the, the, the highlights that I have here is basically what uh, the governor plans to do in terms of the, the child care issue that we have. Uh -huh. So uh, make child care more affordable for families. Thumbs up there. Increase income eligibility from 150% of the federal poverty level, uh, FPL, 39,300 annually for a family of four to 200% or 53,000 annually for a family of four from August 1st uh, this year to September 30th, 2023, making low or no cost childcare available to an estimated 150,000 more children. Thereafter, income eligibility permanently increases to 160% FPL, 41920 annually for a family of four. Mm -hmm. Increased access to the child care subsidy for student parents enrolled in Michigan Reconnect and Futures for Frontliners for a 12-month period. Individual student parents will leave the program per the exit requirements. Support for early educators. Offer premium pay for child care. Professionals with stipends pay quarterly from July of this year to September 2022. Maintain mental health supports provided by infant and early childhood mental health consultants for children enrolled in child care, stabilize child care businesses, raise child care subsidy rates by 20% for providers to move closer to the market rate for child care, provide business stimulus grants to all child care providers to help them remain open and serving Michigan families, expand access to child care. So here's the quote from Rep. Uh, Stevens. When our children succeed, America succeeds. When Congress passed the American Rescue Plan, we made historic federal investments to provide $1.4 billion 
for Michigan to improve the affordability, availability, and quality of childcare for working Michigan families. I am pleased that Governor Whitmer is expanding upon this investment with her Great Start Readiness Plan to ensure that young children get the head start they need to be successful academically. Improving childcare is a common sense bipartisan issue, and I am proud to stand with state and local leaders today to put Michigan families first and create brighter futures for all of our children. What are your thoughts and how does uh, this affect you in terms of uh, G-Card? Okay. Um, so it affects us only really slightly. So our program is funded by the federal government um, with Head Start and Early Head Start dollars for the most part. We do have some um, Great Start Readiness Program funding, which you you did speak about. Um, they are going to be expanding that and increasing the dollar amount per child, which will be helpful to our program. Um, just helps us to be able to provide a better living wage to our um, employees, as well as provide all the needed services, um, you know, you'd be surprised how much diapers and wipes cost because our program provides all of that um, for families. So um, it does help us in that way. The other way that it helps us is, you know, families often need more than just seven and a half hours, four days a week in our preschool program. Often they need um, maybe evening care or they might need uh, assistance on the weekends or on Fridays when we're closed. So those child care dollars help uh, the local child care um, companies to have opportunities to serve more of our kids. So it's not that they that those dollars will necessarily come into my program, but they will help support families while they're ser- while they're being served by my program. So it's it's really a wonderful thing. It will increase access for children. Hopefully, it will bring some more child care partners to the area um, so that they can serve more children because it is absolutely a barrier for families um, to be able to work. It, they have to have good, reliable child care. Yes, yes. So we're going to switch gears here really quickly and talk about something fun. You have hosted the Royal Ball each year and you were not able to do it last year and you were not able to do it this year. You may or may not. The jury is still out on Mm -hmm. next year. Yes, we're excited about it. We're hoping. Yes, community outreach is 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 needed, especially when you have these kind of programs and resources and you are out there in the community. Tell us a little bit about the Royal Ball. Okay, uh, so the Royal Ball is an event where all of our enrolled children and families are invited to come out. Um, we typically partner with the West Flint Church of the Nazarene to host it. Um, they have a huge gym and um, we deck it all out, make it look like a Royal Ball. I mean, it is dressed up and fancied up and lights and decorations and um, all kinds of other opportunities for kids to play while they're there as well, making tiaras or, um, you know, going fishing for the boys, um, all kinds of building opportunities and, um, and other activities for the kids 
to do besides just dancing. We, we have a DJ that comes and um, provides some kid-centric music. Um, and the children and the families, you know, they boogie down and they have a great time together. They A lot of the families come completely dressed up. We tell them they can come in de- denim or diamonds. We really don't care. Um, we just want them to come. And we also typically have some little dresses or little suits for the, the little kids to try on as well um, that they just love to dress up. And you would be amazed at how the kids and the parents just love it. And then when they leave the program, they leave with uh, a book to read. So sometimes it's Cinderella or sometimes it's Kung Fu Panda. Who knows? It'll be something that um, that the child will pick out and enjoy um, and remind them of their time there. It w- it's really a fun, fun activity. And we also do some parent education there about um, gross motor skills and how just having fun doing things like that can really help to build the um, gross gross motor skills of children. I love that book, the book giveaway uh, at the end. Yeah. When, I, when I go to birthday parties, I don't give birthday cards. I give books. I'll yes. put a message in there. And that, you know, because if you think about it, the, the gift cards or the um, the birthday cards and books are the same. I, you can yes. birthday cards could be like six or seven dollars if they're oh, yes. card. I'll invest in a book that they can keep for a for lifetime. That is an excellent idea. And it really, it speaks to how important literacy is for children and for families. Um, that it's a two generation model that we have. And we really want both children and the families to grow in their literacy skills. So it's tied to everything, tied to everything that they do, um, those literacy skills. So yeah, almost every activity that we invite families to, we provide a book. From your point of view, with all of the resources and programs that you, you have to offer with the early Head Start and Head Start, on average, what what programs, what are you, what, what's the need? What are you helping the parents with on average overall? What oh, my do? goodness. <laughs> so many things. So many things. Uh, a lot of families struggle with yeah. food security. A lot of them need um, food. In our program, when kids are in our classrooms, they're getting two thirds of their daily nutrition um, right from our classrooms, including the babies who come and get formula. Uh, or if the parent wants to breastfeed, you know, they can send in milk or whatever. Or they can come and breastfeed right in our classroom. That's okay, too. Um, so there are so many so many food insecurities um, that that is one thing that we really try to focus on, making sure families have both food when they're in our classrooms, but then also food in their homes. Um, clothes. Clothes is a huge one. Um, I can't tell you how many kids need boots uh, or coats. Um, in the winter. And we have some really great organizations that we work with that help children. Um, For example, the Little Lambs Closet um, is a great resource for that. They provide clothes, boots, all kinds of winter gear for absolutely no cost. doesn't matter where you live. You could live outside the county. They really don't care if you have a need. You can get there and you can get the things that you need. Um, They take donations they clean them up and um and put them out for free to people and it is just fantastic where are they they are located on dye road um in between corona and lennon um it's right by the west flint church of the nazarene um their director is don ramirez and she is fantastic so um yeah they are they're a fantastic resource in the community and not everyone knows about them 
So they're fantastic. Um, and then we also just have some other donors. We have uh, a lot of people who, once they find out about us, think, okay, well, when those coats go on sale, I'm going to buy them for next year. Right. Um, so there's so many giving people in the community and our program could not survive without um, the support of the community for sure. So do you have your clients go to Little Lamb and other donors or, 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 or is Little Lamb bringing the coats and boots to you and you're distributing them from your location? So a little bit of both sometimes. Um, quite often we will send families there. And the reason is because eventually those children and families are not going to be in my program anymore. And we want families to leave our program knowing the resources in the community, knowing how to access them themselves. So we will give them the tools and then help the family with, often we help them with transportation. Right now during COVID, we can't do that. But typically we would even drive them right over there. So they know, you know, how to get there, what it's like when you go. Um, here's how you sign up. Here's how you get the things. Um, those skills are important. It's not just feeding a family it's teaching them to fish so um those resources are important someone may be listening and would like to donate for that cause how can they do that how can they donate coats and boots and clothes um you they can bring them right to us uh right to our downtown office um we're at 601 north saginaw street um suite 1b and uh it's the entrance that's over by saginaw street there's two different entrances for for G card um, at this location. And it's the one by Saginaw street. So you can bring it right here. That's fantastic. Or if you want to donate it through little lambs or something like that, you can certainly bring it there. Um, They have opportunities for you to drop off. They have open hours um, and open days that you can go and do that. Um, And you can also schedule times. And I think if you wanted, like, let's say you were having a garage sale and you wanted them to just come and pick up everything that you had left, I think they would even do that. So um, you can contact Dawn and she would um, come and get things. Okay. What do you want people to know about G-Card overall? Hmm. That uh, I guess I would say that... We're one of the best kept secrets in town, and I don't know why. (laughs) Um, Actually, really, uh, we have openings. We have openings to serve children and families, and we want to serve children and families. We have the money. We have the space. We have the teaching staff. um, We have all kinds of staff, from mental health staff to nurses, all kinds of staff ready, um, ready to help you. So sign up, um, even if you're over income, even if you're, so our income guidelines are a little different than what you had shared earlier. Our income guidelines are the federal poverty guidelines. Um, so hundred percent of poverty rather than 160. Um, but even if you're over income, you should still maybe apply because you never know if we're going to be able to serve all eligible kids. Um, or if we'll have some openings for over income kids, we may get to your child and we'll never get there if you don't apply. So um, you should apply and then just see what happens. Also, there are other programs like uh, the Great Start Readiness Program that you talked about. There are other locations that just do GSRP, um, and that's a four-year-old only program. So if you have a four-year-old and they can't get in with Head Start to get all those extra wraparound services, we send your stuff right over to GSRP so that you don't have to reapply and reinvent that wheel. So we have a lot of partnerships in the community, um, and we just want to make sure that children and family get served. 
that's a great little nugget there. I want to repeat that. So for those who are over income or think that they are over income because there are changes and it's it is beneficial to go ahead and apply anyway. They might have some openings and might be able to get to your child. So and particularly for those of you who have been unemployed last year, there are some really fantastic um, opportunities this year with um, not counting some of that unemployment as part of your income. And that has never been the case. We've never been able to do that. But they've made special considerations with COVID so that that first 10200 of your unemployment income from last year, we don't even have to count it. Um, and then... You know how the state of Michigan was giving extra money. So like um, you would get whatever your base amount was plus $600. We don't have to count that extra $600. We don't have to count the extra 300 that I think people are still getting. So really apply, get us the stuff and we will do our job and try to figure out if there's any way that you could be eligible. As far as social media and your contact information, I want to make sure that they know exactly how to follow you, how to get in contact with you. Thank you. How can they reach you? How do they get started? Yeah. So we have a Facebook account. It's G-Card Head Start. We also have a website, um, www.gcardheadstart.com. And we do, we have a Twitter account. Um, Don't ask me too much about Twitter because I'm old and I don't tweet. Um, But we do have someone here who is young and does it for us. You search G-Card in Twitter and find you. That's right. You'll find us. So yeah, Facebook is something that really, if you're interested in our program, you should get on our Facebook page. Even if you don't want to sign up for our program, you should still follow us because when we find out about community resources, um, we'll post them there because all of the community needs to know about these resources. So we try to share and educate the population in that way. And and just again, how can they contact you directly? Is there an email that they can uh, send, an email that they can send their information or application to uh, or inquiries to and the phone number again? Absolutely. So the phone number is 810-235-5613. My email address is Krista, C-H-R-I-S-T-A. Melton, M-E-L-T-O-N-H-S, like Head Start, at yahoo.com. And you can certainly send me an email. Um, I'm not typically the one who will process your application, but if you send it to me, I will forward it to the person that that will. So, yes, absolutely. Check us out. Um, Send in your information because, like I said, you will never get served if you don't apply. Um, I should also mention, I didn't mention it before, there are other Head Start and Early Head Start programs in the county. Um, So if you apply for us, but you are actually in their districts, we will send your information right to them. So you don't have to worry about applying in 14 different places. (laughs) We will take care of, of you and make sure that you get your stuff to the right place. Is there anything else you want to add and let the people know before before we go? No, I think I think that you've really covered it well. Um, oh, th- I guess there is one more thing. Yes, um, we have openings. We have openings to hire new staff. So um, we have we have openings for part timers. If you're only interested in part time, we got you covered. We have lunch aid positions. You don't have to have anything more than a high school diploma and be 18 years old. 
um, or older. So um, those are available. We have sub positions available. Um, so if maybe you'd rather just do a couple of days a week, you could tell us what days and we would definitely make sure that you're employed on those days. Um, we also do have some full-time um, vacancies for um, teachers, teacher assistants. I think we have a mental health opening um, at the moment. There's a few different openings that we have. Oh, a home visitor, actually. We have a part-time home visitor uh, position. So apply. Uh, those are also on our website, gcardheadstart.com. Um, you can go there and see our current openings and please apply. Well, thank you so much, Krista Melton, GCAR. This was a great, great uh, show. You have given us so much information and you're going to help a lot of people. Thank you, Diona. I so appreciate you um, taking the time to chat with us today. Thank you. Have a great day.